So Matt, you're probably wondering why we're late again. Why are we late again? Well, you know, in this episode, we actually needed Doctor My Wife's help on one of the matches, right? That's true. And she was a tad bit busy. Hello, fans. I am Mike Wilkes here at the Hybrid School of Wrestling, and joined here at the commentary table by my broadcast colleague, Maynor from Face for Wrestling, Doctor The Wife. Thank you for joining me here. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Congratulations to Dr. Wife for making her commentary debut at Hybrid School of Wrestling for Road to Hybrid Mania 3 this last couple of days ago. I'll put it right below here, and you can actually check out some of the other stuff going on at the Hybrid School of Wrestling, and you may even see us put out a short with them here pretty soon. But definitely a good place to check out, and really appreciate y'all taking care of Dr. My Wife down there for her first run at commentary. Definitely a well-done show. Take it from me. Uh, if you want to or not, that I think she and Mike did a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. You did okay. Of course. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Face Wrestling Video Podcast. I'm Waldo. I'm the Matt. And I'm Dr. The Wife. And in episode 33, we're back at Shinkiba First Ring, finally, on March 9th for recorded attendance of 256. And it's another show at noon, which is really nice because this took place on a Saturday. Uh, have a sleep in, get a movement around, go catch a stardom show, and then fart around the rest of the day doing whatever. I hope it's like that this summer for reasons. Reasons. We have a small card today as we're down to five matches. We have a triple threat, a tag match, two triple tags, and the main event for the High Speed Championship, which is a triple threat also. Before we get too far into this, I actually want to divert just a little bit and kind of plug a unboxing that we recently did uh, we actually got a thumbs up from because we were a little worried behind the scenes over here that we had made show too much or you know done something not right but miss kyoko herself actually liked what we were doing over here and we want to help put out the word for her npo which is helping support the memory of hano i was gonna say yeah check it out he's gonna post the link uh buy some merch support some stuff watch the show I'm sure you can as well. Go back and watch the other two shows if you haven't watched them yet. And if you get a chance, definitely check back the replay when it's posted up on Hybrid's YouTube channel. Link below. You may even see some of the stickers that we got from that unboxing there on Dr. My Wife's stuff. And for the first time ever at a Hybrid show, there was a wolf alert. Bling. Our opener is one of two triple threats seeing the sisters of Hina and Rina against Saki. You, Saki. That's still a bit saying, it makes it seem like you're saying it's two on one. It's three people, each individually fighting for themselves. But they could be all fighting against Saki. They should be. This is why we That's right, they should be. If we showed up, we'd have been like, <laughs> throw her out of the ring, you pin me, I'll give you the win back next week. We'll get that first win in. Now I want to point out before Matt gives us the rundown of the promos, that up to this point in our timeline, Hina and Rena have been super faces because they're twins and, and the younger sister of Hanan. So by default, Saki's healing this match. I mean, that's not entirely true. It is not untrue. 
So we shoot over to Hina, who says, Today will be my first three-way battle since I made my debut. I face Rina and Saki-san, and I want to score the pin. I'll do my best. We then shoot over to Rina, who says, Today is my first... No. It's been a while since I had a three-way. I haven't fought against Hina lately, but I take on her and Saki-san. I want to get the three count and go out on top. I'll do my best. We then shoot over to Savior Saki, who says, We're finally back at Shinkiba. We recently defended the artist belts, and I could bring it back safely to Shinkiba. Today, I face Hina and Rina in a three-way battle. Last time I faced them, it was a three-way tag battle, and they were pretty dangerous. No distractions today. I'm going to win. I'm going to represent as an artist champion. After the introductions are out of the way, we see that we have race car ref back in the ring. Where were you the last show when stardom was at Nagoya? You were made for that place. Race car ref tries to get Saki to do handshakes, but she's a heel and hates everyone. That's not true. The sisters try to make nice, though. Saki then tricks them into having Hina and Rina play tug-of-war with Saki. Also not true. The, the, the sisters gang up on Saki, proving that they have learned from the evil Mayu and always cheat. Rina starts off with Hina while Saki is taking a break. Every time Saki tries to get involved, the sisters combine their Wonder Twin powers to focus on Saki. This is what I'm saying. I would have laid down and let you pin me, or you would have laid down and let me pin you so we could get that first win curse out of the way. They really wanted the win, though. They're better sports than we are. We get the dropkick train while Saki is in the ropes, followed by arm bars number 75 and number 23, and then a bunch of pin attempts as the sisters each try to get the win. Hmm. Saki takes her time, doing as little as possible, while Rina gets in a better-looking judo hip toss to Hina. Both of these ladies are improving every time we see them. Hina gets out of a roll-up and is up first. She retorts with a boot to her sister's throat. Dang. <laughs> this one was pretty stiff, too. Uh -oh. Saki still does absolutely nothing. Weird pin exchanges between the sisters, and look who it is coming in to finally do something with a body slam to Rina. Rina does manage to get out of the way as Saki is coming off the turnbuckle and catches Saki in that weird reverse rolling pin thing. Yes. Double Bulldog to the sisters from Saki and she begins to make Rina humble until Hina breaks it up. Double Underhook slammed to Hina onto the top of her sister and Saki goes for the Osaka Crab onto Rina for the submission in an even four minutes. Credit where credit is due. Saki is good to put in the ring with the younger wrestlers and rookies and it gives them a chance to work with somebody more experienced that can guide everything. It was a very quick opener. They got straight to the point. Thumbs up. Yeah, solid four minutes. What I was going into inadvertently because my notes are on a different format today. Saki is a good sport afterwards and makes sure to give both of the sisters encouragement. Tell them they did a good job. She even gives somebody a, a fan to high five on the way out. Proving, once again, that she's awesome. <laughs> but decent four-minute opener. It was quick pace. It got out what it needed to get out. Keep giving the girls exposure on the early card. And, you know, it was what it was. It was good. Dark wife. Uh, <clears throat> Notice hesitant handshakes, which turned into a tug of war, which I thought was pretty weird, but mm. it was okay. I mean, it was an interesting comical way to start the match. Lots of teamwork by the sisters against Saki, which to be expected, but it was also nice to see them work for themselves. Uh, Saki eventually got wise to them and took their her opportunity to tire them out, which, of course, you can tell she's using her vast experience. It was rough in some places because Saki was outnumbered, well, for the most part anyway, but she shows her extensive experience and skill and she gets her strong win. 
Speaking of new and younger wrestlers, our next match is a tag team match that sees Jan of Jungle and Gorilla go up against Hana and newcomer to stardom, Goya Kong. Yeah, we shoot back to the locker room where Hana says, Hi, today Goya is here from Mexico. Then she holds up an invisible mic, and I'm going to need a translation from Dr. The Wife. Goya says, We are here and come with a lot of power. Representing wrestling, Templar, I am sorry, I don't know what that is. I looked it up and I just, I, my brain was just short-circuited, but the rest of it says, Hana and I will beat everyone. We are here to destroy because that's why we came here to Japan, to beat everyone. I don't care. We are here to challenge you. I want the championship. I come for you all. And then Hana says, please. And then Goya repeats, please. Yeah. I I'm going to tell you. They need to have a radar gun in the back over there because she was talking fast. Yeah. So interesting. It wasn't that bad, though. I mean, it wasn't. Well, that's because you understand. We don't understand. <laughs> so it's all fast to us. And we didn't have help, helpful subtitle guy to be helpful. I'm your help subtitle person, yeah. guy, lady, doctor. So a little bit of background on Goya here. She's wrestled all over Mexico. Well-known, big time in AAA. We even found this handy-dandy chart that Waldo's going to toss up right now. Okay. And if you look at this chart, you'll see that not only is she big, her whole family is big down in Mexico. <laughs> Do you mean big as in literally big or big as in well, no. popular, well, famous no, popular big. people? So, like some notable people. So you have like Psycho Clown that's here. We've seen him pop up recently. And one of Waldo's favorite wrestling families. Look over here. He oh, got yeah. an Apache. Yeah, she is round elbow to the hand in the same wrestling family as the Apaches. Yeah. Sort of the way like Roman and the Usos are kinfolk with The Rock. That's a good way to describe yeah. it. They are the Samoans of Mexico. Is that is that PC? No, it's a, it's a good way to look at it. I mean, yeah. and when you watch it, you can see the difference because she's not an Apache, but you can tell there's an Apache somewhere there. there. Yeah, she's part of wrestling royalty down in Mexico. We then shoot over to the Jan locker room where we get the typical Jan intros and high fives. Jungle says, today Goya Kong is here from Mexico and joining the international force. So it's not TCS yet. They're still just kind of calling them the international force. Such a strong name. I'm anxious to see her and I've brought the little giant as my partner. Tomorrow is your first try for the future title. Let's build towards that today. Saya forgets that she's supposed to say something for a moment and then goes, we face a big opponent, but we'll fight not only with power, but with brains. That's it. Let's go jungle jungle. We get some interesting fun things on the way to the ring. Jungle carries Saya to the ring on her shoulders. Yeah, this was a weird little house show. It, it, it's, I, I like it because they've they're trying to build uh goya up is this like monster so how do you do it you make jungle look strong by you know even carrying someone out it was pretty cool race car ref gets us underway as each team tries to figure out who's going first it's jungle and goya in a wiggling dance off until goya starts shaking the ring with her stomps she's definitely playing up the bigger of the roles here i love saya here goya does her stomp and everybody kind of bounces a little bit but then jungle does her stomps and Saya jumps like her life Five depends feet. on it, trying to show off. In so the, the past. The equivalent of her height. Yeah. 
in the past, you put the DBZ and me and her and her being Vegeta. Oh. And you remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe Saya got up that high. She was, what, like four foot? <laughs> four foot? She will kill you. I, I, but yeah, but she'll have to swing up to do it. The brickwork on this place is a shit show. Now who's this scrawny puke? I'm a foot and a half taller than you, but whatever. What was that? I said I can't hear you from down there. Speak up, boy! I can't hear you from up there! But I learned something during this match. Saya is not Vegeta. So who is she? Saya is Krillin. Krillin? She no, is there I'm to she is no <laughs> she is there to boost the main character. No, I like the idea of her being Vidal or, or Chi Chi or something, but Krillin. I, I can prove it. She's there to boost the main character, and in five minutes or in five seconds, Waldo's gonna explain something that was exactly like Krillin running into Raditz in episode three. I could only uh Golly. remember the DBZ bridge. That's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, and the crowd seems very into this. Yeah. The match hadn't even started yet. But we do get a nice ready dropkick to Goya from Jungle as she gets out of what looks like a roll-up. Mm. Man, this is... We were starting off kind of weird. Jungle goes to tag in Gorilla, but Goya is still in and is making nonsense out of poor Gorilla. And I do have in my notes here, Gorilla hasn't even reached Super Saiyan status yet. And I'm talking about current timeline. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in present. This is Krillin. I need you to insert the Krillin running into Raditz. Yeah, You'll find but it very Krillin easily. doesn't go Super Saiyan, so that doesn't work. Mm. Goya takes slight pity and tags in Hana for a few digs, but this doesn't go long as the two ladies go back and forth on tags. Goya is a brick house, and Hana is a technical master in this tag team. Mm -hmm. Interesting knee-assisted cross-arm choke from Hana to Gorilla that actually sees a penitent from it. This right here needs to be used more. Yeah. Nice spinebuster slam from Hana to Gorilla, but not to be outdone, Goya comes in to get one on Jungle. And I think hers was actually a little bit better. I thought they were going for a bow and arrow sequence, and I was very curious to see the logistics on this one. But they go for the carrion cradle we usually see from Thunder Rosa, and I like it. The double pendulum, yeah. Gorilla tries to get a comeback, but Hana says no with her boot to her face. The gorilla's elbow flurry does absolutely nothing, and Hana just lays her out with one of her own. It looks good, though. But Gorilla does manage to get in a running dropkick to tag in Jungle. Goya tries to break up a pin attempt, but Jungle sees it and moves out of the way for Goya to land on Hana. It allows Jungle to get a running body splash in the middle of the ring on both of them. Followed by a lariat to Hana in the bottom rope after Jungle rolled her over for the setup. Over the ropes from the outside apron and Jungle can't get the pin on Hana as she breaks it up at the extreme last second. I mean, it was so close that race car ref couldn't stop the last count and actually had to wave it off. Yeah, really good spot. But as Jungle tries to start another round of fire, Hunter meets her in the middle of the ring for a jumping dropkick that drops Jungle quick. It's quickly followed by two boots to the face while Jungle is down in the ropes. Still not enough for the three, and the ladies are reversing everything until they catch each other's legs in the middle of the ring. They knock each other into their respective corners, and poor Gorilla is still trying to take down Goya with dropkicks this time. Still ineffective. Still Krillin. But this pairing makes Goya look like an absolute monster as she decks Gorilla down to the mat. Gorilla smartly moves out of the way from Goya's splash attempt and lands a jumping stomp on top of her. Goya reverse Irish whips Gorilla into the ropes and follows her for a meet-up body squish into the ropes. It was a nice little sequence here. Yeah. Hana comes in for Goya to whip into Gorilla, but as Goya is coming over as well, Gorilla moves out of the way to leave Hana in there, and she takes it. 
Yeah. Gorilla almost takes the monster down with Jungle's assistance, but as Jungle gets preoccupied, Gorilla gets too overconfident and trying for the crucifix pin. I'm going to be honest here. I laughed. It's a good spot, though. <laughs> it was so good, the way she just carried it around her back like that. And I did like the confusion that Goya had here. Yeah. She just finally just hurls her over to the other side of the ring. Her facials are really good throughout the entirety of this match. Jungle tries to take over with clubs and yells for Saya to come over. She finally manages to get over and help whip Goya across the ring, but Goya just clotheslines them both down. Hana quickly sneaks in to set up Gorilla for Goya with a vertical suplex. Goya connects with her running body splash and pin at 926. Now, I went into this knowing nothing about Goya, and my expectations were set very low. But I'm going to tell you now, as Dr. My Wife was with Body Apache at first, so I seem to be going with Goya here. It was an outstanding use of a monster heel, and the pairing with Hana works perfectly as well. This is a different role for Hana. In earlier episodes, we kind of went into the future talking about how she would turn into the go-to for bringing in newer wrestlers and work with those unfamiliar with stardom. And you can definitely see here that in this match with Goya, uh, that all that is starting to happen for the first time. Because before it was Mighty Apache bringing in Hana and kind of getting her familiar post-Oedota. So full circle and with the Mexican link as well. Side note, Jungle seems to be the Teflon over here in stardom. Crowd still loves her as if nothing was lost from the fan base or the match itself. And Gorilla keeps getting better and better. We're starting also a transition to where Hana is no longer necessarily the evil mastermind who just dominates everybody. She's slipping still. She's still the bad guy, but she's slipping more into like a, a technique or style of wrestling. She's added in, like you said, the, the submission pin thing she's adding in more technical wrestling to her repertoire and letting the other people be the the big nasties which i think is pretty good goya was amazing and i liked the confrontation between her and jungle and then the contrast between her and saya so i i think they this was a really good match i i, I highly recommend if you don't know any of these ladies this would be a good match to watch to get you into them all four of them. I went in ex not expecting Mari Apache because it wouldn't be fair to Goya. So I went in expecting a good fight. So um, I was pleasantly surprised. It got started very quickly. And from the very get-go, Goya demonstrated her strength. So I knew what I was getting into when I started to see that. And I was, again, just trying not to compare. Yeah. Uh, it was a tough start for Jungle <laughs> with Goya Brickhouse in her. Uh, Hannah, as always, demonstrated excellent skills, very technical wrestler, like you said, and she knew exactly where to place yeah. her positions and her counters and things. Very coordinated double humiliation with that pendulum swing yeah. showed us really how great not only the partnership itself was, but how great Hannah is at working with whoever she's put with. Yeah. So that, that was really good to see. Jungle and Sai eventually figured out that to take Goya down, they really have to strategize. And the element of surprise was a big one for them. Because as soon as they started to capitalize on that, they started to notice that it started to wear Goya out. Not by a lot, but at least there were some, some signs of fatigue. Overall, it was a great match. Goya was, was different than Madi Apache. 
not what I expected with with the two of them because it was clear that Hana was definitely the lead on this one. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed it. Um, no expectations. I'm a fan of Goya. I hopefully get to see more. I'm with you. I, I like I like this the switch we're seeing in what they call it the international club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's time for the rest of Jan to join us out here for our first triple tag of the afternoon with Natsuko, Kaori, and Leo taking on stars of Bayou, Tam, and Natarissa. Matt, awkward stars promos go. Yeah. Well, first we shoot to the jungle locker room and we get the jungle intros before Natsuko says, Leo, how are you feeling? Leo says, I'm kind of nervous. We've got amazing opponents. And even though. I'm with Yoniyami-san, which is a fun thing to say. Everyone say it with me real quick. Yoniyama-san. Isn't that fun? Yoniyama-san? Yeah. Okay. And Natsuko-san, I couldn't sleep last night. I'd like the three of us to win. Together, I'll do my best. We then shoot over to Zaya. <laughs> and I had to write it out the way she pronounced it to make sure I say this correctly. Konichiwa! Oh my goodness. She said it and then everybody just bust out laughing, and I'm confused. Well, it turns out she was a little bit quick on the draw. Mayu says, wait a minute. And then Tam sings, all together, but in Japanese. And they all say, hello there. Zaya, hello. Zaya, I'm back. Tam, greetings to Zaya. We've got the Ring of Honor champion and international champ. Champion? Champion? Zaya says no with a sad face. Tam says, ah, cute champion, pretty champion, and then calls herself the angel champion as Zaya poses and Mayu agrees. Then they just kind of awkwardly, it just kind of ends. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what's going on here. Things happened. But Matt, tell us about somebody that's new in our timeline here. So we got... Zaya, I, I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't know if it's Zaya or Zia. Is it Zaya or Zia? Yeah. yeah I'm Zia. not sure. It's, it's Zia. Um, Brookside, daughter of, or stepdaughter, I've seen it written both ways, so I'm not exactly sure which one. And we don't really care. Of Robbie Brookside. Somebody does. You just you just don't. <laughs> moment. <laughs> of Robbie Brookside. I bring up Robbie Brookside for two reasons. One, he's a big deal, kind of. He ran NXT UK. Two, if you go to his Wikipedia... It has two things mentioned as his, like, highlights. He once teamed with William Regal, and he once beat Chris Jericho in the 90s. <laughs> That's what he's most known for, those two <laughs> things. So I thought that was kind of funny. Zaya is returning to stardom. She had a, a pretty good-sized run here before. She's been all around Britain. She's done the, the likes. She's wrestled all the people that we know for Britain, the the big names. But she hasn't had like she hasn't been like tied to a big company. She has done the May Young Classic at this point. She's had some belts. She's she's a little bit more established than some of the people that have come through stardom in our timeline. But hasn't had like a home anywhere at this point. Did you notice? You know how Tam does her super stretchy Tam stretch on the top rope that you always like to point out. Super oh yeah, it always Tam makes stretch. me cringe. Yeah. Zaya attempted, and Tam showed her how to do it. I thought that was neat. Then when they're doing the ribbons, Zaya gets ribbons. Kudos to her. So she takes one of the ribbons and ties her hair up in a bow. Mayu attempts to do the same with her ribbons, but Mayu can't even tie her own hair up correctly. So Zaya has to help her do that while Tam does her own. And 
jungle nation gets kind of upset and is like, come on, guys, quit tying your hair. Let's get this match going. <laughs> Race car ref working overtime the show to make up for him missing the last couple and starts us off with stiff low fives from Jan the Stars. Did Zia steal their lunch money or something? Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, so Zia, they're doing the handshakes, and was it Natsuko first? Immediately just slaps Zia's hand, so she refuses to shake hands with anybody else. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and like walks away and is like, nope, I'm not shaking hands with nobody else. So, I mean, like, we already know that she's been here in Stardom before. We don't, yeah. we don't normally get into the previous story arcs or anything like that, but you mm. can definitely tell that there's something here. Yeah, well, I can't tell... It, it, is she good or bad? You could tell that there was something had been between those two before, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not necessarily what. Well, I mean, and other stuff in the match, it's like hard to tell. Because, like, I, I feel like Mayu and Tam and this are working hardcore good guys. I, I can't really tell with Zaya. Yeah. Natsuko and Zaya start off, and the crowd loves Zaya. Mm-hmm. Waste lot from Natsuko, as I can't seem to figure out what that is in Zaya's hair. Is that a stick? That's the streamer. Wrist watches reversals and a neat-looking wrist hold reversal from Zia by using that uh, the ropes to assist. She then takes it into a headlock on the mat. Okay, the lady can wrestle. Yeah, she's and I like the less is more approach. They're not just spamming moves; they're just doing them very cleanly. More reversal trading as, and I'm I'm gonna keep saying it differently every time. Zia, Zia, Brooks, Zia, X, Zia, X. X. I love it. X. More reversal training and X headstands for exercise until Natsuko lets her loose. It sounds a lot better too. Yeah. Yeah, solid. Tag outs and it's Mayu and Kaori. And the ladies are flying. Springboard arm drag to Kaori, followed by other stuff I could, I I just couldn't type fast enough here. Wrestling. So excited. Yeah. But don't worry, Kaori is there to stir the pop for me by getting the rest of Jan to join in and help rush stars. (laughs) Yeah, I really like this because... One of the things that Stardom does really well when they do these multi-women matches is they pair up with the person. So, like, the first two were really technical. The second two were really high speed and running. And, like, usually they go down the line for everybody, and it looked like they were about to do the same here. But she was like, nah, we're stopping it and attack them with everybody. It was great. Dang it, Mayu. So she did eventually get mugged for her wallet here, right? Yeah talking about from the beginning of the match yeah. but after that she tries for a crossbody against jan and doesn't have quite enough to knock them all down yeah. tam thinking the same as me but with a slightly different method of execution kicks mayu to knock them all down i'm glad you pointed that out because <laughs> this is a, a lot like you i will hurt my friends and myself to hurt you slightly different methods of execution yeah no Very time to think about it now, Mayu. Tav needs your help so she can go set up Kaori for stars to all do the flip stuff onto her and surround sound kick her in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Kaori kicks out of the pin and Mayu drags her over to the ropes and puts a hairband on her. Yep. Mayu is clearly trying to share the power of her goodness with Kaori. By using a foreign object. Tam continues this and makes sure that the headband stays on. Mm-hmm. And it does even through Tam stomping her in ropes. Yep. But it's not there as Zia, or it's not, hold on, I got this. But it's not there as X comes in for a side mount figure yo. It makes it sound are, are, like Are you whoa. picturing like an X-Man? Yeah, or like, exactly. Or like, what's the mystery racer X from Speed Racer? That's exactly oh, what I that's thought. That's a good actually. one, yeah. yeah. Typical chops to Zia, and they have no effect as they transition to standing kicks. <clears throat> 
Zia clearly has the longer legs and wins the exchange. We're waiting for the movie trailer. <laughs> Mayu is tagged in and works the left leg of Kaori. And in the middle of the ring, we have the beginnings of a Texas cloverleaf. Leo comes in to knock Mayu down, but it makes it the cloverleaf even more effective. It was beautiful. And Kaori's over there telling Leo to stop helping. Well, is, there was a move, something like this, that they used to do, like the stump puller. Back in the 80s where they would do it and fall down and then get back up and fall down. It's like a clover leaf meets a stump puller here with the assist from Leo over and over again. All while Kaori screams and says, don't, don't, stop, stop. It was, it was great. Kaori seems to be the brunt of everything here until Leo tries to protect her. This proves semi-effective as Leo lands a double cutter to Mayu and Zia. Mm-hmm. There is so much going on over here. Kaori flops onto Mayu and Zia and then finally get the tag out to Natsuko. And she cleans house against Mayu and Tam for a second. Double Irish whips into the ropes with a missed clothesline into a double spear. A spinning mule kick to the gut of Natsuko from Mayu, and we get Tam tagged in. These two ladies are rough with each other. Tam is just giving her the business in the corner, and as Natsuko tries to get out into the rest of the ring, Tam just rails her with kicks. Leo tries to come in and help again, and there's a bit of chaos going on, but it stays in the ring. As it clears up, Tam and Natsuko are trading haymakers until Tam breaks off to run the ropes and ends up in a spine buster. Beautiful spine buster still. Leo is taking the brunt of whatever Stars is putting out. Zia gets in a few cross elbows, but after a shove from Leo, lands a jawjacker. Running sling blade to Leo and Zia is worked up. Running double knees to the back of Leo in the corner. But it's not enough as Kaori flies in and connects with a flying butt landing. Chaos until Zia is the focus of Jan and catches the wrath of all three members. Very close pin attempt from Leo and we get triple corner whips into everyone with kicks everywhere. Leo is all alone and we get the lifting codebreaker suplex from Tam and Mayu to hand everything over to Zia. This might be the best that they've done so far. Uh, this they, they one, every, everything here was They spot. pulled it off fairly cleanly, yeah. Zia flips Leo off the top not even gonna lie i don't know what this is or what the pen attempt is but it looked very nice uh, i was hoping you'd give it one of your fun nicknames i, I would it, you like to know what it is i would like to know what it is but the reason i didn't give it a nickname was is that it was it, it was that good yeah so the flippy part i don't know what you call that flippy it was a flippy part the end the actual pen part is a japanese rolling clutch oh that sounds way better yeah Zia gets the win for the stars in 1326. Post-match, after we get Zia's final fantasy music, she says words in the ring. She immediately says, again, like I said, kind of sticking with the bad guy vibes. Out, leave, leave. I'm back. And in Japanese, we get a helpful subtitle guide who tells us that she is saying, I have a six pack. Okay. All right. On the 28th at Core and Hall, I want the high speed belt. Hazuki, I'd like your belt, please. I'll try my hardest. Then Natsuko gets in the ring. Mayu, Awatani, Mayu-san, I want that Women of Honor belt. You have a title defense next week, right? I believe in you to keep that belt, and I want a shot at it next. We then get the shoutiest of Mayu promos. Shinkiba, good evening! Helpful subtitle guy tells us it's about 2 p.m. So she doesn't even know what time it is. Thank you for coming today. So you want a title match, but I'm going abroad next week. Vegas, I... Oh, wait, I made a mistake. Los Angeles. No, 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 it's Las Vegas. 
Doesn't know what time it is. Doesn't know where she's going. Someone help this woman. <laughs> she doesn't even know where she's at right now. Didn't know how to tie a hair bow earlier. Get her some help. I am just, um, I'm going next week. You want a shot, but if I go there and Kelly wins, the belt will stay there. So I can't accept your challenge now. If I lose and Kelly becomes champion, Nazico should go to Las Vegas and win it back. I am representing stardom and carrying Japan going overseas as the champion. But, okay, I mean, I can't say yes yet. I can't agree yet, but thank you for having confidence that I'll keep this belt. I'll do my best. If I, not if, I will bring this belt back and I'll give you a shot. Okay, I'll defend it. So please wait. See you in about a week. Thank you. See you. Saw you. Welcome back. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Well Surpri said, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, this match was all over the place more than usual. Triple tags here in stardom. But everyone did a really great job. This was a nice segue into some future matches in and out of the company. I thought it was a good match. I thought all six ladies were firing on all cylinders. I know we've seen Zaya before, and we will see her again in the future. I thought Zaya looked really polished. Like I said, she wasn't doing anything like overly look at me, but everything she did was really clean, really technical. It looked well. And her and Natsuko, I'm looking forward. That's a match I want to see. So... I liked I liked this match. And anytime Tam's on the screen, obviously it's gonna be a good match. This match had very interesting start, but it did have a good pace. Hmm. Leo appears to continue to try and acquire the Jan flow. I, that's my perspective on it. Mm -hmm. I noticed that Zia was pretty ruthless. Natsuko had a huge burst of energy in the middle of that while she tagged in her partners. Mm -hmm. It had me thinking that she was uh, the last by the time Tam came in. Uh, you can tell she slowed down quite a bit. Uh, Jan worked really well together to protect each other. At the end, Leo was overpowered, though. Overall, it was a great match. Or by this point, the tone of the show, you can notice that they're doing a good job at setting up for a big ending, you know. So it was a nice card for this one. Nice middle match. You, you reminded me of something there again, not to go like super negative or anything. You, the way you said jungle was protecting each other and was yeah. looking after each other. I, like another thing I noticed that was just weird. Like I said, the vibe was weird. Zaya came into the ring from a different side than star did stars did. Mm -hmm. She left the ring from a so different side than star did out of all the people we've seen come in from outside at up to this point. She's the only one that doesn't seem to really maybe fit in with her group yet. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, you thought that was chaos. Well, we'll do you one better because we have a QQ and Oido time match coming up just for you. It's QQ of B, Momo, and Utami taking on Oido time of Keigetsu, Andras, and Natsu. Yeah, we shoot to Keigetsu saying, We've come to Shinkiba. There's really nothing to say, but we are facing QQ. They then throw up a sign that kind of looks like the QQ gesture, and helpful subtitle guy tells us that they are mimicking QQ, but this sign means money. Okay. We then shoot over to Tommy, who says, We face Odeotai today, and recently they said they want to get all the belts. Well, we said that first, and no way we will let those problem children get the belts. Today, I'd like us to take care of these problem kids in Odeotai. Let's go. This is bizarre world now. Oido Taya says nothing, and Utami does all the talking for QQ. Yeah. What is going on here? 
But it's old ref in his fabulous yellow shoes. Did you notice? Hazuki hopped up on the ropes and started tightening them before the match. She did? Yeah. I did notice I missed, that. I, yeah. I didn't miss that. She she got she hopped up there and tightened them. And now it's back. Yay, now. Okay, back to normal as Oidotai rushes QQ to the outside. And they're holding nothing back as the camera's focused on Natsu just wrecking Utami at first. For the first time in face wrestling history, someone blocks the mist as Utami just covers Natsu's mouth. Smart. Back in the ring, and it's Utami taking it to Natsu. Momo and B make their way in for crossbody kicks as Utami makes Natsu humble. Oidotai isn't used to a team that cheats like they do because QQ isn't above it as they have Natsu stuck in the corner with Old Ref distracted. Momo clears the corner and comes over to Collector. Scoot slam to Natsu, followed by Kagetsu breaking up the pin and quickly leaving before Utami can get to her. B is in as she starts with a snapmare and stiff kick to the back. Kiku is just taking turns on beating up Natsu at this point as Utami is tagged in quick. Andras is up on the apron to catch Utami and distract Old Ref for Natsu to come in with the whip. As Kagetsu starts to get the upper hand, Momo comes in to help. But just like the story of this match, it's quickly back and forth as Andras flies to interfere. Kegetsu whips Utami into the corner and follows with a vertical suplex, 10 on 10. Very interesting wrist lock submission from Kegetsu to follow and it does look painful. Utami catches Kegetsu as she's jumping up to the top rope from the apron and just tosses her across the ring. Elbows from B as you can hear the crowd go for her a little bit. B catches Kegetsu with a haymaker as she's coming off the top. QQ keeps the ring clear as Oidotai was about to interfere. Kegetsu and B get into a kick exchange that sees a short stalemate. But Kegetsu has things under control until she accidentally whips B into Andros and gets caught by B in a backpack drop. B manages to tag in Momo, but as she's whipped Kegetsu across the ring, Natsu tags herself in to save Kegetsu. A little later in the match, and we get a cheer on washing machine to Momo. The crowd was actually kind of weirdly into this one, too. Yeah, Natsu's been good about goodwill. Get Natsu. You bust out some awesome wrestling moves and don't get enough credit for it. Swinging Northern Lights suplex to Momo in the middle of the ring, but it's not enough for the two. No bother. Just curb stomp your way to victory. Bit of chaos as Natsu manages to hit the whip onto Momo, but a drop kick from Utami sees it fly into the crowd. Double team lifting body drop from Momo to Utami, and we get the Impalement train from QQ to Natsu until Andras swaps out Natsu for Momo. Now it's the same, but for Momo. Lifting sidewalk slam from Andras to Momo only gets a two. This leads to a nice exchange between the ladies that I hope leads to a singles match between the two in the future. Yep. Mishinoku driver from Andras to Momo still doesn't seal the deal though. Exchanging of the boots and drop kicks as the ladies run the ropes until QQ come in to help Momo. Momo is up top and lands the double knees, but it's broken up by everyone. Surround sound drop kicks interrupted by Oidotai from the outside, and Andras tries to take advantage of it. Kegetsu ensures this by getting in a mist and slap across the face with the Oidotai sign. Reverse tombstone from Andras to Momo gets the three in 11.30. My goodness, this match was all over the place. And you can see Old Ref look on in disappointment right after the pin as he was thinking the same thing. It wasn't outside too long, which I'm always thankful for, and the ladies all went 100 miles an hour against each other. Yeah, just like I said in the last one, all six ladies were on their game. We've pointed it out now, I think, for the past five episodes in a row. Natsu can wrestle when Natsu needs to wrestle. 
Natsu can entertain when Natsu needs to entertain. Basically, um, Natsu's gonna do what Natsu's, Natsu's gonna, gonna do. do. Like she's I, again, she's clearly she's easily becoming one of my top five favorite wrestlers at the moment. Andros was great. It, she she put on a good show. Um, I know there's some more stuff coming that I'm looking forward to from her. I I thought it was great. And then QQ, you could wrestle. You could put a box in there, and QQ could wrestle it and make it look good. I agree. It's a great match. Not a fan of the washing machine, but it's still funny to to watch. But I'm still a fan of Natsu. She does a really good job to draw in the crowd. She does. She's very good at technical wrestling and and I mean superb. The the jury's out on Andras though for me. That I'm gonna wait to see what else she's got coming. Sure, when you over. But right I'll now, yeah, right now the jury's out. Not not. I'm, my thumbs on sideways for Andras. And if you thought the chaos in the ring was a lot, we then get a lot of chaos after the match. Andras gets on the microphone, and says, "Hey, Momo, what's on to be? I challenge you for that white belt." Momo says, hey, Cassandra, right? Or is it Andras? I don't, I don't know. What is it? I have no idea about you. What do you want? It's a sudden request, but okay. I lost for the first time in a while, so I'm pretty mad. I accept your white belt challenge. Get ready for tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. And then we have the second ever appearance of Goyakon, who comes out, gets on the mic, says, wait a minute, Chibi. She then challenges Kegetsu to the for a challenge of the red belt. And we know this because Kegetsu says, I've been studying English lately, but I didn't expect Spanish. I knew from the first time I met you that you had your eyes on me. I figured you came to challenge for my belt. That's normal, but I really have to say no. Can I say no? Ah, that look on the president's face. I'm sure Rosie thought, which is a nice, we get a little Rosie Agawa shout out here. I'm sure Rosie thought it was a great idea to negotiate with AAA to bring you to Japan. I'll bet he sees dollar signs. Okay, I get it. I felt like my list of red belt challengers was lacking. But let's make the value of the red belt go higher. Okay, Goya-san, let's do it. Kigetsu tries to attack her. No sold. Gets ran off instead. Hmm. All right. It's great. Great little build up. They're definitely making Goya out to be... A monster. I like so, it. Can't wait to see more then. No, th- this was great for me too because just as I asked for it, Stardom gives it to me with Momo and Andras. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with uh, Kegetsu and Goya. I demand picture in picture of Japanese Jack Tunney's face as Kegetsu is talking to him. The many faces them. of yeah. Jack Tunney. <laughs> it's been a wild show for such a short card, but it's main event time for the high speed championship on the line, and Hazuki is defending it in a triple threat against Konami and Azumi. Something kind of. Reminiscent to present time? It's pretty awesome. My great match since is tingling. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we shoot over to Azumi, who says, It's my high-speed revenge. Konami's in this match, too, but I'm gunning for Hazuki. Straight into the point. High-speed. Quick promos. Just like the match I know is going to be. We then shoot to Konami, who says, We're at Shinkiba today. It's a high-speed three-way. My first shot at the high-speed belt. Hazuki says, You need a six-pack to win the high-speed belt. I'm going to prove that you don't need a six-pack to win that belt. It'll only take 6.48 seconds to take the belt with my high-speed triangle lancer. My high-speed triangle lancer's winning percentage is 100%. So in my mind, right, uh-huh. there's a statistician working for stardom like there is in the NFL. Just working for it. Just working for Konami. Though. Yeah, for that 6.48 second thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
We then shoot over to Hazuki. He says, my next high-speed title defense has arrived. This time I'm in a three-way with Azumi and Konami. Afterwards, I'll tell you why I made this a three-way. Strange to see a singles title being held for three people to compete for. Huh? Stranger, two of these ladies are in the same unit and kind of puts Hazuki as the underdog. But Konami's always looking like a million bucks here. And six-pack be damned for her pre-match promo. They, they all got better abs than I do. Yeah. While the ribbons are being collected, weird side Shinkiba camera returns. Yeah. I'm convinced that this camera has moved every time Stardom shows up, and it's on the producer to figure out where it is during the recording. So, yeah. like, up until now, they're like, oh, there it is. Old Rev starts us off, and the ladies are flying everywhere. But it's quick to the point that Hazuki is in control, as she has both ladies in the bottom rope for some jumping stomps. But Konami and Izumi get out of the way of a running baseball slide. It gives them enough time to focus efforts together on Hazuki. But as Azumi is trying to celebrate, Konami kicks Azumi in the gut and starts issuing kicks back and forth to Azuki and Azumi. Hazuki rolls out and Konami has Azumi in modified leg bar number two and is rolling around the ring for a weird Shinkiba camera to find them. Hazuki isn't out long before she's dumping Azumi out and taking it to Konami. Quick exchange and Azumi comes in flying to dropkick Konami. Hazuki misses a boot to her and gets a Hurkarana for her troubles. As Azumi is trying to spider climb the corner, Konami boots her down and Hazuki issues a thanks for the help. Hazuki's back in control and from the top hits the HZK bomb to Azumi. A kick from Konami breaks the pin and is followed by a lifting German suplex. Hazuki is picked up by Konami after a sweeping mule kick to the head. Konami tries for something and Hazuki starts the reversal body slam. Azumi rolls in for what has to be the strangest triple pin I've ever seen. Old Ref issues a double pin count, so that's a thing now, I guess. Yeah. Slight breather, and Azumi tries to connect with a kick. Nope. But a bicycle kick from Azuki connects to lay Azumi out long enough for Azuki to suplex Kudami. Back to Azumi, Hazuki starts a suplex, and Azumi reverses it into a rolling schoolgirl. But Azuki stops the momentum to get the pin out of it in 502. Really? Quick note. Now I was there, just like you mentioned earlier, yeah. and it is good to see her. Yeah. My goodness, this match was only five minutes, but tore up my keyboard. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they, they, it, it is the definition of high speed. They they did not stop from the get-go. There was the brief moment where Hizumi pretended, or not pretended, but acted like she wanted to team up with Konami, and Konami was like, nope, this match is not slowing down. Booted her, kept going. Everybody was just straight pedal to the metal put the pedal through the floor did not slow down there was maybe and i'm saying maybe 10 seconds of actual breathing going on in here uh, you sure <laughs> if this match had to happen then these were the ladies to do it with uh, i think promotions all over should take a step back and consider having a variation or something like the high speed championship there are a lot of folks that want to do matches like this but don't necessarily know when to have them not speaking ill on anybody or any promotion, just saying it'd be nice to have a category of this and more along in the state side of things. I, like I mean, it. it goes right back to what I said earlier. It, the the card, all of it built up to something really great. So yeah. the the whole show had a great structure to it. So you knew you were in for something really spectacular by the end of it. All of the matches, even the two six lady tag matches, none of them are the same. They're all different. You're right. getting a different thing with every match. They build in different ways. Each individual it's great. Was yeah, yeah. really putting in some good good work. So post-match. I think we have the longest post-match we've ever had to deal with in start. This post-match lasted longer than the actual match itself. Yes. Hazuki gets on the mic and says, I defended my high-speed title for the third time. 
Naturally, I won. Azumi and Konami, you wonder why I made it a three-way? Because I knew I could beat you both in a three-way. I'm smarter than you. If you want this high-speed belt, I wish you'd come and try. I'll be defending it forever. But to defend it, I need challengers. At this point, X going bring it to you. Zaya Brookside comes <laughs> out. And in Japanese again, and this is how I know earlier that she memorized what she was going to say. Because she says it exactly again. Corey and Hall, on the 28th, high-speed title match, let's do our best. Azuki says, let's do our best. She says that like she's on my level. Zaya, you have a six-pack. I can tell you've been training. I accept your challenge. I look forward to it. Azuki then fakes her out with a handshake. She says, okay, my next challenger is decided. Also, Onchan will be a challenger, and the Prime Minister has her title defense set. Natsu-san, um, do you have anything set up? Natsu-san, have you decided on something? Natsu-san, are you challenging for any belts? Natsu's kind of trying to, like, avoid eye contact with everybody at this point. But then she gets up and whistles. The crowd laughs. It's not funny. I'd better do it, right? Utami, Haya, Shish. Utami, get out here. I can't pronounce her last name. I said, come on out. Why are you taking your time? Notice there's no gaps in between what she's saying. She's not giving Utami actually any time to come out here. Why are you taking your time? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, uh, damn you, Utami. You damn Haya Shishisa. Hey, hey, hey. You hear me calling your name for a long ass time? What were you doing, you stupid dummy? Good How Lord. many belts do you have, you jerk? I want one of them. Hey, let me challenge you for that future belt. Let me challenge for that damn future belt. Give me another mic. We need another mic. Let me challenge you for that future belt. Utami then very calmly informs Natsu that you can't challenge for the future, Granny. You don't meet the qualifications. Helpful subtitle guy reminds us that you must be under the age of 20 and or under two years as a pro. Natsu whistles again. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know. My English is weak. None of this has happened in English. But how about an overseas belt? Utami, I can't do that. That promotion has to decide that it's not up to me. Natsu, more whistling. Okay, I got it. How about the goddess? Goddess, goddess. Hey, goddess, you still have your three. You can lose the goddess. Give it to me. Utami, goddess is a tag belt. Do you have a partner? Natsu, I do. I do. Utami, show me your partner. Natsu, I noticed who I want. Hey, Andy, Andy, come here. Andy, right here, right here. Shake hands. Partner. Here is my partner. Andras Miyagi and Olympus Sumiri. Challenge you jerks. The crowd chants Olympus as Natsu headbangs. I have no idea what the hell is happening. Have you ever heard her called Olympus before? No. Or seen her headbang before? No. Fair enough. Well, you talk about Andras, right? No, this was all Natsu. Oh, no. She's the only one who's talked at this point. It's, a, it's another level of fury at this point. Yeah. Utami says, Olympus? She's confused as much as we are. I don't know about you. What do you think of them, Momo? Natsu. No one cares what she thinks. Momo. Two monsters. Now takes the mic, but steps on the cord so it unplugs. Damn it, Now They plug it back in. Well, it's decided. Natsu-san needs this. She has no awards or belts. Natsu-san needs this challenge, so please let her have it. Natsu-san looks kind of sad that this is being pointed out. 
But Momo says, okay, because I feel sorry for you. Natsu tells them to get out of here. Azuki, Natsu-san, you talked forever. Take a minute to relax. And then we get the Odeotai ending of the show. Okay. I think I covered everything. I think you did. The show overall was probably one of our shortest outings. And this kind of reminds me of the old school spot shows that used to happen during the territory days over here. Mm. And for a show that started at noon on a Saturday, I'd be perfectly fine with this as there was still plenty of time left to do other stuff and still have a good show in, in, in the mid-afternoon time frame. Yeah. While it was a shorter show than normal for us, uh, the matches were all over the place and were actually more tedious to record notes on than normal, which is a good thing. The new folks that were coming into this timeline, it, it was very interesting to watch because uh, you really have to watch without any expectation to the ones that we've seen before. So with that in mind, you get to you get something really special, especially from the the new one for me, Goya, because I'm expecting Madi because I miss her. And now we have somebody who can now show us another side of Lucha Libre. I have vague memories of Goya being there, but I didn't remember any of the matches. It was a pleasant surprise to see someone come in and be a monster type person in stardom. You don't get that super often. So I like that Zaya was able to be plugged right back in. And even though we didn't know everything that was going on, they did a good enough job of explaining that she's been here before. She's looking to get back in the title hunt. And you, you, you're able to patch it in pretty quickly. Well, with all that being said, my match tonight would have to be the tag match of Hana and Goya Kong going up against Jungle and Gorilla. Solid match that saw Jungle and Gorilla try to overcome the evil tendencies of Hana and the monster of Goya. I already said I had no idea about Goya coming into this, but this match has me looking up some stuff on her from the uh, AAA days. Yep. And I'd have been very confused had I seen her challenge Kigetsu for the Red Belt for the first time before this match. But this match laid out that she is an acceptable challenger for it while she's over from the AAA. And without the help of Hana and win against Jungle and Gorilla, that wouldn't have come into place. So everything about this match was great for me. It was a close toss-up for me between the two six-lady tag matches. As I said, I think they do multi-people matches like this really well. But I think I'm going to edge over a little bit for stars versus Jan. I like I said, Tam killed it. It was nice seeing Zaya and what she's bringing to the table. Mayu was in full force. And all the jungle ladies also killed it. So I, I'm going to go with Jungle Assault Nation versus stars. Dr. The Wife? I'm happy to say that my favorite match was Hana and Goya. And so I'm happy to say Hana again because I, I give try to give everyone at least... A little bit of love, but this one was for me, Hana and Goya. I enjoyed this the, another way that Hana shows her skill not only in the ring but also in teaming up with other wrestlers. Fair, that was not my match of the night, but Goya is my hill of the night. I think they did a good job of bringing her in, like I said, and she's challenging for the red belt already. And and like Waldo pointed out, even though we've never seen her in that one match, they they made it seem like. Okay, she's a viable threat. She deserves this title match. And she's just kind of just, she's got a swagger and some healness to her that I'm a fan of. Who is your hero tonight? Always Hana. Always she's Hana. Really good. Not saying bad things about her. I'm saying she's really good at it. Yeah. And like I said, you got that nice switch tonight from her being the 
super tough to, yeah. to go in more into the tech slash mine. Like, she's leading it. She's, yes. She's, yes. she's a cerebral one in this one. Yeah. Walter, who is your heel of the night? My heel of the night sat back and turned sister against sister in an effort to start and try to tear stars apart from the inside. Saki is determined to find new lows to sing to on every show. Are we surprised? Savior Saki allowed two young wrestlers an opportunity to open up an awesome show. I, I don't see what you can say is heel here. Straight face. Straight face. Well, I'm Waldo and that's it for me. I am the man. And I'm Dr. Lewis. Be sure to catch us on all the usual places within social media, at Face Wrestling, on the Twitter and Facebook, and also at Dr. The Wife. Also, don't forget to catch at Dr. The Wife with the Hybrid School of Wrestling for their upcoming shows. Definitely check them out on social medias to see when you can, if you're in the San Antonio area in Texas, when you can pick up one of their shows and see Dr. The Wife commentate and do what she's doing good at. Or if you want to become a wrestler and you're in the San Antonio area, go to Hybrid. Heck yeah. Hybrid all the way. Leave a comment below and let us know how we're doing. You can catch the audio version of this episode on the SoundCloud and iTunes. And don't forget to stutter kick that subscribe button here on YouTube. As always, check out www.startup.com where you can get some amazing wrestling for only 920 in a month. How many in? 920. That's not a lot of in. Don't forget, everyone is different and everyone is good.